Or can you say to them, I don't want to spend our time talking about this, but I'm really sorry you're struggling. You know, how can I support you? Because... Oh my God, I love the idea of responding to someone who's like excited about intermittent fasting with like, I'm sorry, you're struggling. <laughs> How can I support you in yeah, the starvation? I'm so sorry that you're not eating food. You're right. That might not be the moment, but... Uh, no, I like it. I think it could work. I think it's an option. You're listening to Burnt Toast. This is the podcast about diet culture, fat phobia, parenting, and health. I'm Virginia Soul Smith. I also write the Burnt Toast newsletter. And I'm Corinne Fay. I work on Burnt Toast and run Seltrade Plus, an Instagram account where you can buy and sell plus size clothing. And it is time for your April mailbag episode. We have so many good questions this month. A lot of parenting food questions. I think maybe because I just ran the lunchbox piece in the newsletter. It's on everybody's minds. But also, as usual, some fat fashion stuff, clogs is coming up later, and Ozempic, because obviously. So it's going to be a good one. This is also a paywalled episode. That means to hear the whole thing, you'll need to be a paid Burnt Toast subscriber. It's just $5 per month or $50 for the year. Click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to join us. So before we dive in, how are you doing? What's new with you, Kren? I'm doing good. One thing that's new with me is I just signed up to do a powerlifting meet. <gasps> this is so exciting. Like You're in it Feeling now. nervous. Well, yeah. <laughs> is this like a competition thing where people come and like watch that kind of thing? I think so, yeah. Wow. I mean, obviously, I've never done something like this before. It's in Albuquerque, and it's like being run by my gym, and it's all women. I love it. That sounds very cool. Yeah, I'm, like, just having a little of, like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> we'll see. Wow. Like, am I going to be the, like, most amateur, weakest person there? I might. But you'll you know? still be super strong and amazing because, like, the weakest person at a powerlifting competition <laughs> is, like, still the strongest person in most yeah, other that's rooms. a good point. That's a good point. And, like, I think, you know— one great thing about lifting is it's really more about like your own goals and competing with yourself, but still. Yeah. So is it like whoever lifts the most is the winner? So my understanding is like very loose, right, but right. there's different weight classes. So you like compete against people who are like roughly around the same like size as you. Interesting. Okay. And then I think it's like a cumulative weight of how much you lift like combined mm. squat deadlift bench press right 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 wow that's so cool I remember Julia Tertian recently did one yes, of these yes I feel like I was slightly influenced I was like by did Julia she Tertian. enable you yes yeah <laughs> Julia like, good job good job yeah. <laughs> the pictures and videos she posted of it looked super exciting yeah it looked like very like it was like a very professional athletic setting I would be intimidated for sure. The other thing that I'm sure we'll end up talking about again, but you have to wear a singlet, which is like, where am I going to find a singlet? I was going to ask. knee socks. Knee socks. Why I'm knee like, socks? Oh my God. I, I'm never going to find knee socks that fit me, but I'm trying to figure out if I can wear the universal standard like shorts unitard. Oh yeah. As a singlet because I already have. Right, right, right. 
That feels like a great solution. Singlet S. Yes. But yes. I don't know what the like actual requirements are. Girlfriend we'll Collective also has like a oh, short yeah. bodysuit thing. I should look into that. So that might be another option. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you should be able to work with what you have, especially for your first one, you know? Yeah. Once you're like a pro and doing this all the time, you'll get us like something with rhinestones yeah, on it. Yeah, once I'm sponsored. Yeah, for sure. I'm expecting then. A sponsored Olympic <laughs> athlete. Yes. <laughs> this is so cool. I love that you're doing this. I love that, like, we're getting to follow along on the journey. Obviously, we're going to need another installment on this afterwards. Like, this is really exciting. Okay, yes. And just to be clear, the meet isn't until July, so have a lot of time to think about it. I'm just saying, though, a few months ago, you were recommending Swole Women's, like, you know, couch to barbell or whatever. Yeah, and you were like, I'm true. just using a broomstick. It's true. And now you're— That's true. Now I'm lifting actual pounds. <laughs> it's very, very cool. Yeah, what's new with you? What's new with me is that I am surviving, not thriving a little bit. Mm. So this is going to come out in mid-April. So we're going to be like two weeks out from book launch. So I will either be better or I will be way worse. But I mean, having had two children, it's sort of similar to the last like month of pregnancy when you're like, it's all you can think about. This thing is happening, but I have no control over it. I mean, at least with the book, you know, like the date it's coming. But yeah. pregnancy, they have yet to really figure out unless you're scheduling. I counted it up this morning. I have recorded 18 podcasts so far of other people's podcasts, like for talking oh. about the book. 18 other Whoa. people's podcasts. That's wild. And like seven of them were in the last week and a half. So wow. I feel like my voice is hanging on by a thread. And wow. yeah, and I'm just getting like a little like mush brained about it. I need to like step back a little. Obviously, I am super grateful. I love that people want me to talk about the book. I love that people are excited about the book. I cannot wait for it to be out. But it's just at a point where there's just like a lot of like review all the press release materials, like review the marketing plan. I forgot we were recording today. And it's not the first thing I've forgotten. Like I forgot the kids had a dentist appointment. Like we made it. But I'm just like my brain is holding too many pieces of information. Totally. And some things are getting dropped. I'm just coming in with like a sort of scattered energy, but I've got the throat coat tea that I'm living on right now and Aww. we're going to do it. <laughs> do you have any upcoming like book promo stuff that you're really excited to do? Well, I did an interview yesterday that I can't talk about yet because I don't think it will be out by the time this launches. Okay. And then top secret. There are like two top secret ones that will be coming okay. out in the week or two after this podcast episode and okay they're both very exciting and i will say that i was very happy with my outfit for one so that was oh, good nice. and the other one the outfit matters less because it is not visual i will say no more mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and yeah that part's been fun actually figuring out clothes for like the book tour daisy has mm. been helping me and maybe sometime we'll do like a follow-up about finding clothes for this and like figuring yeah. out because it's like a very specific level of like how dressy do you want to be versus comfortable like all yeah so yeah I have thoughts so maybe there will be an essay of like what I wore for the book tour yeah I would love to read that that would be fun okay so we're gonna do questions the first one is a hot take opportunity this came in over Instagram multiple times people would like to know what we thought of Gia Tolentino's Azempic piece in the New Yorker Okay, well, now is my time to be embarrassed when I admit that I read it really lightly. <laughs> I did a really light, like, skim yeah, sort yeah. of read. 
um, and was sort of like, seems fine. And then I've seen everyone else being like, this article is horrible. And I've been like, wow, I really need to revisit that and find out why people are so upset. I'm glad to hear people are saying they're upset. I felt like no one was talking oh. about it at all for a little bit. And I was like, what is happening? I feel like the New York Magazine piece came out, which I wrote about, and that was yeah. not great. And then this piece comes out two weeks later, and I'm just like, why? Why did it come out? It's the same piece, really. And I want to be clear, like, I loved Gia's work. I loved Trick Mirror. I think she writes phenomenal stuff. The piece she did on Angela Garbez last year was just incredible. And this was not that. It is very much centering the story on thin people who would like to be thinner if they take Ozempic. There is yeah. one fat person interviewed for the story. And, you know, of course, every fat person is entitled to their own experience of fatness. But her quotes just reinforce so many stereotypes. Like she talks about wanting to lose weight because she feels like she can't hike or run at her current size. And it's just yeah. like, come on, like we can do better. If you want to hike and run, you could work on hiking and running. Right. There's so many fat hikers and runners on Instagram. <laughs> I thought the compounding pharmacy thing was kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, like explaining like how sort of like loosey-goosey it is and getting the drugs. Yeah, because I have seen a lot of people on TikTok being like, I'm getting this patented drug from like a compounding pharmacy. And I'm like, That's what is, is yeah, that what real? Is, like, what is, what is that? So I thought that part was interesting. It was interesting, but also like when she goes through the process of getting it herself, like I always mm -hmm. just worry like, this is like the eating disorder handbook stuff, yeah, right? Where true, now you've just true. explained to You're somebody. Like literally telling people how to do it. How yeah. to do it. And like, I get that that's not hard to find. And we all have Google. Yeah. But like, is that something the New Yorker should be doing? Does the New Yorker yeah. need to teach us how to get our weight loss drugs? I don't know. I feel like the general trend in the Ozempic coverage, and this is not just Gia, it's not just New York Magazine, but by and large, there is this underlying thing of if we have now found a silver bullet that will make people thin, does that mean we can just forget about anti-fat bias? And that is so dark. We cannot yeah. just say like, okay, now that we have a way to make everybody thin, it's okay to hate fat people because we can just make them thin. Like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. That's a good point. I'm not judging anyone's individual decisions about this. I'm talking about like, this larger discourse is not helpful yeah. to be acting like we can just stop dealing with this pesky bias issue because now we think we found the fix, which you know is not going to end up being the fix because there's never a yeah. fix. Like, we've been here so many times. Yeah. So, all right. That's my hot, grouchy take. That's <laughs> very, the hot take. Very salty about it. I would love to know also if, like, any readers, listeners had strong feelings about it. Yeah, yeah. Comments are open. Okay. The next question is, the one thing I can't shake as a new mom is worrying about making my daughter fat. How do I shake that? I grew up fat and it was hard. I want better for her, but does that mean dieting? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Freelist, that is where we leave you to hear our response to this question, as well as in-depth discussions to a bunch more of your parenting, food, body, clothing, etc. questions. Click the link in your episode description or go to virginiasoulsmith.substack.com to subscribe. Thanks for listening and supporting Body Liberation Journalism. 